Everyone in the office is really excited about PowerSlap joining Rumble. Iron Chin. Iron Chin. Oh, it hurts. Stinks. I think it's brought us closer as a team. Hey, Wolverine, great job today, brother. Oh, Jesus. It was just a high five, dude. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Madison, and the truth is we're out here. Pentagon UFO leader who penned alien mothership paper to testify before Senate by Jerry Dunleavy. Oh, Justice Department reporter, April 19th, 2023 at 4.40 a.m. As of the time of recording, this is like brand new. So let's get into it. I'm, this is, this is kind of bitching, totes bitching. The leader of the Pentagon's UFO Identification Office, who recently speculated about the potential for an alien mothership in the solar system and extraterrestrial technology, techno, uh, technological probes visiting Earth, will testify in a rare congressional hearing. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the recently formed All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, will appear as a sole witness in front of the Senate Armed Service Committee on Wednesday. He is slated to discuss the mission, activities, oversight, and budget of the office created by the Pentagon in 2022, whose goal is to identify and identifying and attributing unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAPs, more commonly known as UFOs or unidentified flying objects. How increased UFO sightings could be linked to aerial infiltration. Big balloons, maybe? Kirkpatrick's high-profile testimony comes as Congress has pushed the U.S. intelligence community and the Pentagon in recent years to be more forthcoming about what they know about UFOs detected in the skies over the United States. It also comes just over a month after a draft paper he co-authored through the university, through Harvard University, was was published, published, with the abstract title quote "The Physical Constraints of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena," which it uh, and with it, it wait, turn out this brightness, exploring the quote the extraterrestrial possibility. The Pentagon office wrote in March that, quote, an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth and that the and that these small probes or dandelion, uh, dandelion seeds could be separated from the mothership by either the gravitational force of the sun or by maneuvering capabilities. Kirkpatrick wrote that, quote, these tiny probes would reach Earth or other solar system planets for exploration as these parent craft pa passes by within a fraction of Earth's sun separation. I need to know what Tom Cruise thinks about this. Quote, once an Earth-like planet is targeted, an interstellar device can plunge into its atmosphere. 
In principle, a multitude of tiny devices can be released from a mothership that passes near Earth. Kirkpatrick wrote, quote, Within a close range to a star, extraterrestrial techn technological probes could use starlight to charge their batteries and liquid water as their fuel. That's kind of wild. Kirkpatrick added, quote, In analogy, with actual dandelion seeds, the probes could propagate uh, could propagate the blueprint of their senders, as with biological seeds, the raw material on the planet's surface could also be used by them as nutrients for self-replication or simply scientific exploration. End quote. That was a long quote. The paper, co-authored by Kirkpatrick and Harvard professor Abraham Loeb, ended by stating that the work was, quote, conducted in partnership with AARO. The Pentagon announced in July 2022 that Kirkpatrick would be leading a newly formed AARO located within the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and, Secretary and Security. The UFO office leader had spent years at agencies including the National Reconnaissance Office, CIA, and National Security Council. They glow as well. And his most recent assessment was as chief scient uh, assignment was as chief scientist at DIA's Missile and Space Intelligence Center. Jesus Christ, this dude is swamped up. The Defense Department said AARO's mission would be to quote synchronize efforts across the Pentagon and the federal governments more broadly to direct, identify, and attribute objects of interest in, on, or near military installations and other areas of interest, like balloons. The department noted that the objects of concern include anonymous, unidentified, space, airborne, submerged, and transmedium. What the fuck is a transmedium object? Hold on, what the fuck is that? Transmedium objects or devices. The term transmedium objects or devices means objects or devices that are observed or transition between space and the atmosphere or between the atmosphere and bodies of water that are not immediately identifiable. Got it. Like transparent to detection. Got it. Makes sense. So spy balloons, China's hypersonic nuclear missiles and the deep sea nuclear tsunami missile. So it seems like you're really covering all your bases right now and find a good way to cover it. The office of the, uh, of the director of national intelligence said in January, 2023, that the AARO should facilitate more coordinated UAP efforts, resulting in greater attribution to UAP. Kirkpatrick spoke with the press in December 2022 and noted that unidentified objects in the sky, sea, and space pose potential threats to safety and security. He added that the stigma associated with UAP reporting has been significantly reduced, but that more work needs to be done. When asked if he had any evidence showing any of the uh, animality, what the fuck? 
Again, I'm kind of retarded. It's an anomaly. As soon as I was like, what the fuck am I... It, it clicked. Drink some of this Red Bull. Ah. Anomalies. Were aliens from outer space? He said, no. Quote, there are things that appear to be... Uh, appear to demonstrate uh, interesting flight dynamics that we are fully investigating and researching right now he added when u.s when the u.s intelligence community began releasing information on unidentified flying objects in u.s airspace the most prominent possible possible culprit in the popular imagination was extraterrestrials but the chinese spy balloon saga indicates more attention could be paid to beijing's possible role with concern that advanced Chinese surveillance technologies may also be able uh, be able to sometimes fly uh, unobserved or unidentified above the U.S. ODNI released a quote pre preliminary assessment on UFOs in June 2021, stating that 144 UFO reports originated from U.S. government sources. And with 80 of the with 80 of the UFOs being observed with multiple sensors, by definition, because the aerial phenomenon are identified, it is not known yet if a foreign adversary is behind some of them. Quote: Frankly, if it's something outside of this planet, that might actually be better than the fact that we've seen some sort of technological leap from China or Russia or some other adversary that allows them to conduct this sort of activity. Yeah, but if it was Ukraine, you would not say shit. Senator Marco Rubio, Republican from Florida, the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee said in July 2022, ODNI said in 2021, it could only identify one reported UAP with high confidence saying, quote, we identified the object as a large, deflating balloon. The others remain unexplained with, uh, sorry, the spy office divided the UFOs into five possible categories, foreign adversary systems, airborne uh, clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or U.S. industry developmental programs, and called a catch-all other bin. That's a weird thing to call it. UFOs would, quote, represent a national security challenge if they are foreign adversaries collecting platforms or providing evidence a potential adversary has developed either a breakthrough or disruptive technology, ODNI said. The follow-up report by ODNI in January of this year revealed that in addition to 144 UFOs listed in its 2021 report, there have been 247 new reports and another 119 that were either since discovered or reported after the preliminary assessment's time period, for a total of, a, of 510 UFO reports as of August 2022. UFOs, quote, pose a possible adversarial collection threat, ODNI said at the time, and such UFO events continue to occur in restricted area or sensitive airspace, Kirkpatrick's testimony is scheduled for 10.30 a.m. Wednesday, 
before the Senate Armed Services Subcommittee on Energy Threats and Capabilities. And depending on what platform you're watching this on, it already happened. If you listen to this on BitChute and Rumble, it should not have happened yet. On all other platforms, it would have already happened. And I'll be doing an update after that happens, so maybe I'll reschedule some stuff around to have this up front. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Let's see if there's any comments. No comments. Yeah, so what do you guys think about this? Let's see, what's this video? allegations today that Western intelligence services were contributing to carry out acts of sabotage. How do you respond on these allegations? I wouldn't really respond to Russian allegations of, of that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not aware of the, I'm not, I did not see that. So I just don't really want to speak to it. The department. So that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. All right. Well, guys, let me know what you think about this story. I personally believe aliens exist. Uh, I I think there is life out there. I think it's a little uh, hypocritical, a little self-centered to think that there isn't. But aliens is often something the government will wave around in front of your face to get you all excited and distract you from actual stories. Trump did it. Obama did it. Bush did it. Biden did it. Or Biden could be doing it right now. So, you know, just the old saying, another day, another psyop. But, I don't know about this one. This one's kind of interesting. So, let me know what you think below. And until next time, I've been your host, James Madison. Peace. So, here's what we know about UFOs. The U.S. government has verified they're real, in the sense there are objects moving in the sky that we cannot identify. They're certain they do not belong to a foreign nation. They're not from Russia or from China. And third, we know that these objects are moving in ways that we cannot replicate explain or even understand. So everyone who studied this in the U.S. government will admit that privately. No one has really said that out loud, and that may change very soon. So for the first time in half a century, there will be a public hearing on UFOs. The House Intelligence Subcommittee will hear from two senior Pentagon officials tomorrow on what the Defense Department actually knows about these objects. The Pentagon and intel agencies are reportedly feuding tonight on how much the public should know. Lou Elizondo is a man who does know. He's a former Pentagon official who ran this program looking into these objects. He joins us tonight. Lou, thanks so much for coming on. So what what would possibly be the justification for holding back from the public what the U.S. government, which the public pays for, knows about these objects? Well, in fact, it, it might not be so much what we know, Tucker, but the fact that we don't know some things. Uh, clearly, right. from a from a national security perspective, the last thing you want to do is ever broadcast your, if you will, your your intelligence gaps uh, to your to your enemy. And in this particular case, you know, you said it yourself. There's a lot more we don't know than we do know. But you're right. This is a historic move. Since since 50 years ago, the last time we were faced with this, you had the Air Force brief, briefing the, the results of Project Blue Book. Here we are half a century later, and now we have senior DOD officials now, not just the Air Force, coming up and and providing information to Congress and ultimately the American people. Do do you know if there have been conversations between American officials and their counterparts in, say, Russia and China over these objects? I mean, they're not just spotted around U.S. military installations, but also in those countries and around the world. Do we ever talk about this offline? 
Well, you know, let me give you a real example. There was a, a very classified memorandum at some point back in the 60s that the United States and Russia agreed in writing that we would report to each other um, when we were looking at the northern tier, making sure that neither one of us thought the other was shooting a nuclear weapon at the other. And there's actually a, a small uh, paragraph that says, look, if you happen to see a UFO, do us a favor, call us first before you press the button, because it, it, it may very well be just that, a UFO, and not 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 us. And so I, I think um, I think there, there are certain examples of that where we had information sharing with other countries, in some cases, allied countries, and now even in the law, the law that was just passed recently that was co, if you will, sponsored by Senator Gillibrand and Senator Marco Rubio, where it says, now we are enjoying, we must, we have to work with our friends and allies on this topic. It's no longer an option. We have to do it. So you've just you've said you've answered your questions. One, the U.S. government has had full awareness of this for 60 years. This was in the 1960s, you said. And second, we know for dead certain these are not foreign military aircraft. Yeah, I mean, look, Congress is, is doing the right thing by having these hearings. And I, I'll tell you something else. I suspect there's going to be more hearings after this. This is just establishing the baseline for Congress. Uh, but we know, again, about Project Blue Book. We know about some, some efforts beforehand. And we know about my program, ATIP. And then after that, we had the UAP task force. But what about the 40-some years in between? What other efforts did the U.S. government have? What did we learn? in that time and is there a way we can get that information now under a single tent so we're not in essence reinventing the wheel we can compare and contrast information we learned from before as compared to what we're learning now with better and, and, and more more capable equipment this is an inherently significant story and maybe that's why it's been written off as the province of crazy people uh, you've persisted though we appreciate it. lou elzano thanks so much for that preview Hi, welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Uh, let me see it first. Oh, wow, no, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that, nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag, there goes your video. Did you just cancel me? All right, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get canceled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you, good luck, buddy. Thanks.